we go, you guys, and welcome back to yet again another episode of The Motivation Magnet. Today is September 8th. It's a Tuesday. I hope you had the best Labor Day weekend possible. Uh, if this is your first time listening, we drop these things on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so the next one will be on Thursday. But this interview we have today is awesome, okay? You guys know that I am just a massive fan of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Nation, everything. And we have on, I'm not kidding when I say this, this is real. I have to like pinch myself when I say it, but we have on Sydney from Colton season of the bachelor and bachelor in paradise. So we're going to dive straight into it because I'm excited. I hope you are too. All right, here we go. You guys, I am shook. I'm nervous. I've been telling this the whole time. This is the biggest guest I'll probably ever have on the show. Uh, Sydney, from Colton season, the bachelor bachelor in paradise, Nick Weeby's girlfriend, famous, amazing. I literally, I'm at a loss for her that she's even here, but she is. And I'm so excited, literally wearing a hoodie that says stay calm so I can look <laughs> and just stay calm. And that's what I'm going to do. Sydney, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. And you have no, nothing to worry about. Like I oh, said, I'm going to worry. I'm going to worry, but we'll <laughs> I did the same out. thing too. Like even when I interview people for podcasts, I always get nervous. Yeah, you just like, wanna, like do good. <laughs> exactly. You think like how what am I gonna say? You write it down or even plan. I'll be honest, I don't write anything down because I feel like when I do, I don't stick to it. Anyways. Yeah. You seem do you like you write stuff off- down? Um, I like to write ideas down, but you right. seem like an off the cuff kind of a guy. So Yeah, that's I there's nothing <laughs> like I can try and write stuff down and then I'll I think I wrote a couple things down for Nick because I was like, Okay, what am I gonna say? Like TikTok, all this other stuff, and then it completely went in every direction. I didn't even think it was gonna go. That's when so, you know it's good, though. Exactly, like, one, all over the place. real conversation. That's what yeah, we wanted. Exactly. Okay, so let's dive into. Tell me your story. I, you have an incredible story, just like Nick. I I'm gonna be honest. Nick's is gonna be hard to beat. He's yeah, impossible to beat. <laughs> well, let's hear it. I'm so excited. Let's do it. Uh, my story. So born and raised in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I've always been a dancer my whole life. Um, I started dancing when I was a three-year-old. So it's been kind of a through line throughout my entire livelihood. So I grew up dancing. We did a lot of like dance competitions. My mom's, my mom's and her, all of her friends would take me around to like different dance competitions on the weekends. So I didn't have like a standard childhood growing up. Like all of my right. friends were dancers and like after school, we'd go straight to dance until like 10 o'clock at night. And then like, always dancing. Yeah, always dancing. So when it came time for me to start looking for colleges, I was always a smart person. So I was like good at school, but then dance was always just what I did. And I didn't really like give it up right then. So I decided to start auditioning for colleges in order to figure out where I wanted to go and where I wanted to end up. So I auditioned for a lot of different places and eventually got into schools in like New York. And I think like a couple others, maybe one in North Carolina, maybe one in Florida or something. And I landed on New York because it's the place to be for dance. all of that it's like the mecca of everything arts entertainment all that stuff so absolutely went to school in new york and had a very interesting college experience i'm sure it's not like what you had or most people had i went to school on the upper east side which is basically just like normal people going to work all the time people in business outfits and all the stuff but i would be going to school with like my backpack and like a leotard <laughs> and tights and a bun and <laughs> that was like my general college experience we didn't have a football team no sports we no had tailgates no tailgates no 
um, sororities or fraternities, none of the fun stuff. I went to school with a lot of women. So dating was hard for me too. I also was a super nerd and I was an RA for three years of my college experience. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It was just so, so ridiculous to me because anytime I told people I did that, they'd be like, what are you, why are you an RA? <laughs> like of all people. <laughs> like, like, wait a second here. <laughs> yeah. So that was an interesting time. I mean, my experience with that was I just didn't want to get anyone in trouble unless I had to. So I was like, right. whatever you do, just make sure I don't see it essentially. But exactly. Don't tell you're, my the, boss you're, the, you're the good RA then. I you're tried to be the cool RA, but then right. you get people coming to your room all the time and like crying in your room and you're like, ugh. You're like, I, I didn't sign cool up for this shit. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I said, then because of that a college experience and my general career path being around women a lot, like dating wasn't really going well for me. And in New York and in itself is hard to date people uh, because it's just, everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's career driven, everyone's like busy and there's like right. so many options. And so I did like online dating and I did apps and stuff like that, but I was coming up short a lot of the time, which is why I eventually went on The Bachelor, which is how that shifted into that. But before that I graduated college and obviously started dancing for the Knicks like a couple years after that. Which is awesome. Yeah, which is a really fun couple of years. Honestly, one of the best jobs I've ever had to date. So yeah, that's kind of like the the main points of my life. Um, other things have happened obviously since that after going on the show. Uh, but yeah, it's been a time. It's always something different. Yeah, seriously. So how did you did you just like go online and apply or did somebody reach out to you? So when I was applying for the show, I was on the Knicks at the time. And right. I think we were going through auditions because you have to re-audition every single year to get back on the team. Right. And it was around summertime. And one of my friends from the team, uh, someone had submitted her for The Bachelor, but she had just gotten back in a relationship. So she was like, I am not going to go. And they keep calling me about the open call in New York on Thursday but I'm not going to be there obviously because I'm dating someone, but you're right. very, very single. So you should go and just like, tell me how, how it went. Cause she was like a bachelor fan. Okay. And so were I you like, a bachelor fan? I, I watched it, but only because I would come home and my roommate had it on. Okay. So I like yeah. picked up bits and pieces. I did start it in the beginning. Like I watched it all the time. Like Trista and Ryan right. were like one of my favorites. And I watched like a few of the seasons, but I was never like a diehard. So that was an interesting experience, but I knew yeah. like, I knew the general gist of the show. And I kind of honestly went to the audition as a joke. I was like, let's just see <laughs> what this is going to be like. Cause it was an open call. So I knew there'd be like crazy fans there. And seriously, that's, that'd be fun though. Yeah. It was kind of funny. I went with a friend who also was, uh, she was my coach at the time on the team. And we were just like, let's see what happens. It'll right. just be a funny afternoon. Cause I'm used to going to a lot of different random castings all the right. time. Like you'll get them the night before and you have to show up wearing whatever outfit they want you to wear and play exactly. whatever role. <laughs> and it's like, well, here we go. Like, so it was a, just a regular day kind of for me, but, and it was really quick. So that audition process or that casting process was just like a bunch of girls lined up down the avenues in the middle of Manhattan. And they, they did on camera interview, interviews for everyone. And mine was really quick. And then I left the building and then I got a phone call immediately as I was walking out of the building from someone from California. And I thought it was my parents at the time, but it was casting and they were like, oh, actually your microphone wasn't working. Can you come back in and like redo that? And I was what? like, okay. <laughs> like, if To think about like the microphone not working is very random because right. they had it all set up. They had done millions of interviews. Like that was a weird yeah. thing. So I came back and then they put me with another, another person to do an interview. And then there was like, 
many more people surrounding me. They were asking me way more questions. And I was like, oh, so my mic wasn't was yeah exactly <laughs> just tell me that but right so then actually my friend and i left that uh that casting and they were like here take this envelope sneak it under your jackets and walk out of the building don't say anything to anyone just like take this and leave so they like expedited us to the next round of casting and i guess they don't really do that for open calls now i'm learning back after being on the show and everything right um, so they took both of us through the next round and then you have to fill out this like 30 page packet about your life and like every yeah. single human you've ever known. It's like a background check <laughs> and then you have to send like 50 photos of yourself. So yeah, so that was a, a process. And then a few rounds later in some weird times, um, I ended up going on the show. So that was, it was definitely awesome. unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, I had no idea this was even going to happen. You know, yeah. how, so how long did it take? For you, from when you were like, hey, I'm going to go to this audition as a joke. To, uh -huh. I want to say that was like Ju end of June, July was the first. And then, then we started sending stuff to them. And then the final casting, I want to say, was like middle or end of August. And then you're just waiting around for a phone call at that point. And like, right. I didn't really know what my life would look like going on the show because I was on, I was dancing for the Knicks, which is Madison Square Garden, which is a huge like corporation. Like, yeah. So they, my coaches knew about it and the people that I work with knew about me going and they were totally fine if I were to like go on the show and then come back and finish the season they were totally fine with it but then I ended up finding out that I got the show and then we had to tell all the higher ups who was like corporate and like lawyers right. and I think it went all the way up to Jim Dolan himself and they were like I don't really see this as a good option for someone to go on a television show and continue to represent the franchise mostly because they didn't know me personally and didn't right, know okay. how I would operate in that space. They didn't like know if I was going to go on and just like take my be clothes the, off and be, be crazy. the enemy. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. So yeah. whatever. And then, so I had a week to decide whether I was going to stay in New York, stay on the Knicks, stay with my job or take this random chance at the show that I auditioned for as a joke and go on the show and with the risk of knowing that I could have been sent home night one and not have gotten any of it and still couldn't have come back on the team, which would have been unfortunate. Luckily that didn't yeah. happen. Right. Um, but it was one of those things where I was like, well, if I don't go, then I'll always wonder what if. So exactly. I went and I think looking back, I definitely don't regret it, but right. it was a definitely a hard decision to make for sure. Yeah, seriously. We talk a lot about how life's too damn short to not chase your dreams. And sometimes you just got to go. Yeah. Right? No, no matter what, like, so yeah, you're going to have to leave and somebody's gonna be like, oh, is this the right idea? Is this the right idea? But it, in your heart of hearts, if you know, you got to go, yeah. you got to go. And I think that's awesome. And it was hard because it was like saying, like putting one of my dreams on pause to go pursue right. another thing, which was a difficult thing, especially when you've auditioned for it and worked hard for it. And like, loved the job that you're doing but i looking back even though that was difficult i definitely don't regret it yeah that's awesome and then so when you were done with colton season how long of a break did you have before you were on bachelor in paradise what were you doing in between that so colton season i was there for like a month and i got back right around holidays and it was it was actually the day i got back and i was in the airport i got my phone back i opened up my phone it was opening night for next season right so my whole entire instagram feed was just like all, all of the, every, all of my friends doing all the things and like having the decal because I had taken photos for 
the season. So I was in the photo shoot for like right. the decal and stuff, but then they had photoshopped my picture out of it because I wasn't on the team anymore. Oh, so it was just like the picture that I was in, but with my body missing. And I was like, Oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little heart wrenching, but, um, yeah, I learned a lot on the show and it helped me realize that I was like ready to leave New York and do new right. things. So yeah, I then so then by the time Paradise happened, it wasn't until the next like summer. So I think Paradise was June of last year for me. Yeah. Yep. You have like a while in between. You get to watch yourself on the show and it's kind of an uprooting experience and interesting to see yourself on TV and do all yes. that whole thing. So talk talk me through that, what it's like yeah. to be like, okay, I'm on the show. And then you're off the show and everybody's now like, all right, who's this girl? She's on the show. And then you're watching yourself on what probably is one of the biggest shows ever. Yeah. I mean, I had an interesting experience too, because actually the day I got to LA to go into the pre-casting week, I, they asked me to go on the Ellen show. So because I was on the Ellen show, my whole, everyone that knew me knew that I was now on The Bachelor and that's why right. I wasn't like, I was leaving my job and doing all the things where normally people don't know where you're gone for. My parents made up this lie, like we were going to tell everyone that you were in the Peace Corps, like you were doing something on a cruise ship and you didn't have your phone, <laughs> but we were so nervous we were going to ruin it. So I was in my like heart, I was like, thank God that this happened so that they didn't ruin it and like tell everyone because they are really bad at keeping secrets. So, <laughs> <laughs> at least when I got back, everyone knew where I'd been because I right. had gone on Ellen. So that was interesting because everyone wants to know about it, but you can't talk about it. So right, seriously, you probably signed like what fifty thousand documents so about you documents. can't say shit. It's terrifying. Yeah. You're like, it's I terrible. don't know what the fuck I just signed, but cool, here we go. You're like, whatever, I'm going to sign, I'm going on the show, and then yeah. whatever, let's do it. Fuck it. Well, I was I like, like you asked like, people look to look at it for you, and they're just like, well, basically, you're signing away your rights. So I was like, well, I mean, you just think in your head, well, 30 other girls do this every season, right. so I guess it's fine. Yeah, it's got to be fine. And I, yeah. Yeah, You'll it's, figure it out as you go along. Sure, Whatever. that's how I guess it goes. But yeah, so coming off the show, it's kind of insane because you're in this weird bubble and like you're just constantly thinking about the show and you wake up and that's all you do all day long is just like talk about The Bachelor, your life right. or whatever. And then all of a sudden the bubble pops and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Now I have to like go back to normal life. And it's, it's weird. So for me, I went back to Virginia and just kind of took a beat because I was coming back to very a lot of unknowns, like leaving right. the job that I was doing. I had other jobs, obviously, but it was just a lot of unknowns. So I just took a break and went home and like did quarantine basically at my family's and just like hung out for a little bit. But it's a lot because you it's you can't really explain it to people really either. Right. Exactly. You, and you signed your life away. Yeah. You just went through this life changing thing, but then you're like, where, who am I? What am I doing? What is life? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Chris Harrison's not here telling me what to do anymore. I got to figure exactly. this out right now. <laughs> exactly. You're not in a bubble anymore. So it's interesting, right. but right. How awesome is that resort though? Uh, the paradise one or the, the paradise one. Yeah. Paradise one. Both. Uh, Give me both. The house is amazing. The house. I love both. the house. Yeah. The mansion's amazing. And the outdoor is awesome. It's hard. It depends on where you're going in your season because if you're going to certain hotels where you can't get outside, you're literally in the hotel all day long for like days at a time. So it was, you go a little crazy. It's kind of like serious? how everyone feels in quarantine where you feel like you can't go anywhere. Like feels like that, but you're like, you're, it's not you're as just glamorous. stuck inside. You're stuck inside dealing with. So if you're not stuff. on camera, you're just, that's why that I had yeah. no, I see more, you yeah. know, every day. Exactly. I didn't know that. It's like, if you're not going on a date, if you, uh, yeah, if you're not going on a date, you're just in the house. So there's like days that you're just doing literally nothing. And then you'll do like one interview and that's really it. So you're just fucking sitting there all day doing like your hair, your nails, your skincare. Just routine. in case you're on the. 
well you'll well you'll you'll still have to do like interviews and like certain chats and stuff but basically you're just doing nothing so we did like a lot of like hair masks and like face face masks did you like work out no you can't like i that not i was really hard for me to do because i am used to dancing many right. hours and working on doing all that so i would like beg them to let me go to the gym and some days they would take me but it was like last on the list for things for them to, right you have to be escorted every single place you go you can't just like walk down to the lobby you have to have like three people escort you and then you have 30 minutes to do your thing and then you go back. So yeah, it's a little- This is wild. This yeah. is all this is, I know a wild. Yeah, there's a lot behind the show that you don't realize, which is, I mean, it makes the show in a lot of ways because you, you, you can easily go crazy, right? And you're right. just like with the same people all the time, all day long. And yeah, it just, it lends to having some emotional breakdowns, I'm sure. I, I wonder, I saw you had Matt on your podcast the other day. Mm -hmm. I listened, I love the show, by the way. We're going to talk awesome. about that. How yeah. did that guy not work out? He's freaking ripped. I know. Well, this is what my problem with Matt. Like, he was such a sissy about the whole situation. And I felt bad for him because he had never actually done a season of the show. He had never, right. like, he was there for one night and then was pushed into the end of Paradise, which was everyone was kind of coupling up and he didn't know what he was doing. And he was so nervous about being in front of cameras that he didn't know how to operate. Like, the whole yeah. thing was him and me was like, he wouldn't kiss me for the whole time yep. that he was there. And everyone was like, what are you five? Like, what's going This whole thing, it's all running through my head again. Yeah. I'm staying calm. I'm staying calm. You're I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to stay calm. Yeah. That is insane to me. So that's why See, we didn't really connect because he would, I felt right. like I was, and at that point I'd been there a month. So I was like, I'm, I don't care anymore. We can do whatever. Like I was kind of bored and right. getting a nice <laughs> tan and yeah, the beach. some entertainment at this point. So I, yeah, it was, I was ready to pursue things with him, but ultimately we're better as friends after yeah. that whole experience. And I assume they just let clay work out cause he's massive and it was half the show. I well, feel like they just showed him. Yes. Working out. You can work out with like bands and stuff. Bands and you stuff. can't go to like the gym. You can't run. And so you have to just... think about when you're working out, you're being filmed. So like for me personally, I'm not trying to jog on the beach in a bathing suit. Right. Like, like, <laughs> I just, I, yeah. I use working out for me in paradise as like my own escape. So I would just go back to the room and like jump rope and like do my right. own thing and yeah. get out of it. Cause paradise is hard. Cause it's like the same day, every single day, every single over day and over. Yeah. And you're outside and it's hot and there's no air conditioning. And do they, they put a drink limit on you, I assume. Yeah. That sucks. So we all realized Damn. that the only way to get a buzz in, in paradise is to drink Chardonnay. That's it? Yeah. So are you allowed to have like liquor or is like... You can have liquor, but I think they honestly, I don't have... Water like, it down. I think they watered it down, which was annoying because you're like, if you have a margarita, you want that buzz, right? So. Right. Seriously. What's the point? Yeah, exactly. I drink I so much I feel like we, this show would be on a whole new level if everybody just got hammered the whole time. Exactly. Well, that's what happened is the first like our second season everyone got hammered and there was a whole shutdown of the of the show because <laughs> some an incident that happened where like sexual assault was brought up that's not good so yeah not that's good. why the rules were instated which is a good thing but sometimes you just wanted a little extra but you're drinking from like noon into maybe 5 a.m the next day so right it, it's it's plenty of alcohol <laughs> yeah i gotta ask did blake ever do the swing dancing with you like he does every other girl I I asked him to do it, but he, him and I were friends. I was like, Blake, why, why aren't you going to swing dance me? Like, come on. Right. That's his move. He swing danced <laughs> exactly. everybody. I will I, say, <laughs> I did get swing dance danced by Blake, and I was like, oh, I kind of get it. Because it's like fun. You're like being whipped around, and you're like, right. oh, my God. He is good at, like, 
uh, partnering a girl, which is important. So yeah. Yeah, I can see the draw to it, but I did not see him like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember I was sitting there and I like live tweeting The Bachelor, even though mm-hmm. nobody pays attention to my tweets. I, mean, but I think know. it's funny. Yeah. Every once in a while you get one tweet that yeah. they're like, here we go. As long as you hashtag The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And I, I tweeted out, I'm like, this season would be so much better if we had Blake just randomly swinging some girl around. I agree. I agree. But all right, let's dive into the TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in awe. By the, it was well done. I don't know how long it took you to make that. How long did it take you to make the TikTok? So the funny thing about that TikTok was I made it at 1.30 in the morning after my boyfriend and I, at the time, when we hadn't met in person yet, we were just FaceTiming every night. So we would right. end very late. And then he would go to bed and I would just sit there because I would stay up a lot really late. So I made that at 1.30 in the morning as just like almost a joke. And because he had sent me a TikTok that was similar and I was like, I'm going to try and make this. I don't know anything about TikTok. I honestly don't know how to work it. I didn't shows. So (laughs) I just started like making a story out of it. And then I didn't realize when you screen record and put it on TikTok, like your messages, because I put all of our messages from our DMs from like the initial days and like a little bit about our journal. And I screen recorded everything. And I didn't realize that you could pause TikTok videos and then people took it further and were screen recording it so they could like download it themselves and then read what we wrote. Thank God nothing was that bad. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize People are interested. Yeah. Well, everyone's like super bored. I get it. But then I I was like, apologizing to him like over and over again at one point i almost deleted it because i felt so bad that people were like reading our messages DMs. Not, yeah because there could be something bad in there that could have been like i could have gotten canceled for it so thank you right like, seriously, seriously everybody you might just bad. you never know because you know when you're just talking yeah not right. saying that there would have been but i just got nervous i was like oh shit right. like, <laughs> you're like god damn it i didn't yeah. think I didn't. yeah I, I sped it up i didn't think you could read it but yeah right so, <laughs> yeah that's uh, awesome but so that was very well received. I mean, a lot of people, a lot has come out of that one video, which was hilarious to me, but it went viral. Is yeah, that like what? 300,000 likes. Yeah. Something like that. There was like 1.7 million views. Million views. Yeah. I was like, Oh fuck. I did not realize yeah, like, oh, we're in it now. We're <laughs> yeah. In it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it's, I think it's for me, what I, why I made it because I feel like everyone's a little disheartened, especially if you're dating right now and trying to yeah. find someone where right. we're all stuck inside. Like we can't exactly. really I'm people. in college right now. I get it. I get it. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm sure you understand it. So I just kind of wanted, wanted to give people a little bit of hope that like we met online, didn't meet in person for three months and did it all by talking on the phone. And honestly, our connection was so much stronger after those three months of us just right. FaceTiming because there was no, like, you couldn't be physical. You couldn't hold hands. You couldn't cuddle. You couldn't do anything. Right at all so we had to just talk and we got you just had to learn each other which is something that doesn't happen like three months of just talking i feel like exactly like when you're dating i feel like yeah you can a lot of that can be just misconstrued with just like getting too physical too early or something like that so for uh, for me personally and i think for us it just helped us to get like stronger before we even met so then we were already like in a good place and i feel like because of that our relationship has kind of been like sped up a lot like i'm now i'm currently living in his house and we've been dating i guess for like four months maybe max so when do you when are you counting it like when's the like when you when he when you flew to ohio yeah i guess that's the day when i flew to ohio that was like maybe three months after i think that wasn't even three months i think that was so we've been talking for like four or five months but we've only like seen each other in person for like maybe two months right 
So, so the first time he said he slid into your DMs multiple times. Yeah. When was how? I don't know if he told me how many times. How many times yeah. did he actually slid into your DMs before you're like, all right, let's give this guy a shot. It was really not until quarantine, which was in March, and I think the first time he slid into my DMs was January. So I. Nick. <laughs> I Nick. know. Well, it was never like creepy, which right. It was he, no the way he explained it. I, yeah. I'm like, I got to do the same thing. Yeah, if you're gonna slide into DMs, here are my rules. One, you have to be not private so people can see what you look like, because that's right. just like, what everyone does. Absolutely. Two, just don't be creepy about it. Like, comment on what they're doing. Like, he would always just respond to stuff that I put out in the world for people to right. slide up on stories. Yeah. So. Yeah, so he would like answer my question stickers or if I was just like, I don't know. The first one was I was listening to a song and asking people if it was good. Alan Jackson song, if the yeah, song yeah. slaps. I remember. Exactly. Yep. So just stuff like he would just respond to things that I was putting up instead of being like, hey, you're a really cute girl. Like, what's Right, you're smoking hot. Give me yeah, your snap. Nothing yeah, nothing like that. Because then I would have just been like, I don't know. You're like, this guy's yeah. weird. See ya. Yep. Yeah. So then because of quarantine, because everyone's just back at doing doing nothing on their phone, <laughs> I was like, who have I been talking? Because I realized I'd messaged him a few times. Right. And I always just thought he was funny, like never thought anything of it. And then it wasn't until March where I was like, who am I talking to? And I clicked on the profile and I was like, oh, he's actually really cute. He's a good looking dude. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I was like, cornerback oh. at UND. Yeah, he's a exactly. stud. Exactly. So then I realized, oh, well, I'm going to keep responding to him because I like what I'm seeing on the other end of this. Right. Um, so, yeah, it just because of quarantine, I think, is why, like, we actually connected further besides because I probably right. just forgotten to answer. I try to answer every single person that DMs me and then some fall through the cracks. Yes. But I think because I was able to, like, sit and, like, look at who I was talking to that. Yeah. I mean, when you have like hundreds that. of thousands of followers, I feel like tons of people. DM. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, just, hard. and you respond, but then you're not always like fully invested. Right, on, like, exactly. You have a is. bunch of other things to respond to. Yeah, so it worked out. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I think we got to talk about the podcast too. Oh yeah, I'm a well, huge fan. Let's dive well, I'm in. Gonna, I think I'm gonna break your little heart right now, but okay. So here's what happened with the podcast. It's I still, saw, I saw, I was gonna ask. Yeah. So what let's the fuck? Begin, I know. Well, there are a lot of things went down with that, and I want to keep it PC, but basically. The girl, so the the girl that I was doing the podcast with, I still have not met in person until this to, to this day. So we actually, it was another Instagram relationship that started over quarantine, essentially. That's she, awesome. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's exactly. awesome. Exactly. So we, she DM'd me, and I've always wanted to start a podcast. Like I'm obsessed with them. I just like always have listened to them for the past couple of right. years. So I've always wanted to do it, but just never kind of got around to the idea of it. So she DM DM'd me and was like, hey we're in similar circles. Like I'm a former NBA dancer as well. And I started a podcast recently and looking for a co-host. Would you want to do it with me? And I was like, sure. Why not? Like I've always wanted to fuck it. So fuck then it. we did. And it was like good for a while. I just think ultimately we have very different views on things and just disagreed a lot. Right. And, and sometimes I would just get texts where she'd be like, I didn't like what you said about that. Or that made me, uh, I didn't agree with you on that. And I just be like, well, that's the whole point of us doing this. Like we're supposed to have right. disagreements, but be cordial with each other about it. And I just think a lot of what we were doing, we weren't lining up on the same page about things and that kept happening. And some other things happened that ultimately I was like, yeah, I don't see us moving forward as a right. business partnership at this point, like wishing you all the best. You can have the podcast. Like you started it, like, 
you can have the episodes. I'm just going to exit. Just for me, I just feel like I try to have intuition with people and things and knowing like when things aren't lining up to. Right. Again, you got to follow your heart. You got to trust your gut. Exactly. So what's happening right now is Nicole from uh, Bachelor and I are working on one together now. So we're trying to get that started. Yeah. So that should be really fun. We're like best friends from the show. So that will be. You broke my heart and then just fixed it right up. I know. Yeah. Put it back together. Yeah. (laughs) So that's awesome. We're working on that now. I'm trying to figure out ideas, but um, that should be coming fairly soon. So that makes me so excited. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a better fit because we'll just have more fun with it and be able right. To- exactly. I mean, we let's like we said, you got to follow your heart, and if it's not working, it's not. Yeah. Working. So it's a pause for now for the, a podcast I was working on, but that's not the end for me for podcasting for sure. I like that. So it's coming up soon. Yeah, and we're. we're I'm excited. <laughs> I I feel like I mean to have. Like a partner in a podcast, you have to have somebody that you can just like rat a tat tat. Exactly, back and forth exactly. With. And if it's not there, it's not there. Mm-hmm. So like we tried just, it and it wasn't there. Right. And before I got to like legal and contract binding and all that stuff, I was like, yeah, well, it's I'm not gonna, I'm gonna head out. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. So I mean, no, I get that. I get that. Okay, let's talk motivation, right? Motivation yeah. magnet. Uh, again, I started this. I'm just in college, but everything right now sucks with everybody. So yeah. we might as well keep people going. Yeah. Uh, what's your daily schedule look like? How are you staying motivated in quarantine? Like you said. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have my days where I'm like, what am I actually doing with myself? Right. But I feel I, like every, those days are yeah, so you're just like, far What away. is life? What am I yeah. doing? What day is it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do I have to do today? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I do nothing. So right. yeah, I, I am working my heart is something motivated. I think for me in general, it's just like trying to make a schedule with like, maybe you have two things to do that day. You're like, okay, this is my schedule. I have this thing and that thing. What am I going to fill my time with in between to make myself feel productive in a, in right. a way? So I try to give myself a schedule. I know some days are different and I have things that I have to complete and some days where I have like not a lot to do, but I still like always try to get my key things where I work out in some form, whether that's me teaching a class to people or working out myself or my now boyfriend drags me out of bed at literally six in the morning, which I'm not a morning person at all. It's actually insane to me that he's getting me to wake up and do this, but it's <laughs> that's, that's what he said. He's like, no, dude, my first time I wake up like five 36 AM. I go to the gym. Yeah, like, good I wake you, up like, if I, on a good day, I would normally wake up at like nine 30. So which is little, a reasonable time yeah. to wake up like 5am, 6am. It's too early. If the sun's not up, you shouldn't be up either. Exactly. So I'm going to bed at nine 30. Well, we have this thing where he wakes up with the sun and then I lay in bed with the dog for like another hour, hour and a half. And then he wakes m- me up and be like, do you want to go to the gym or not? And I'll be like, yes, today I'll go. And or today I didn't go. Cause I was like, right. I'm fucking sleeping. Right. So, <laughs> That has been impressive to me that I've even woken up for any of those, but then I have like a little bit more time in my day. So yeah, I think just like getting my key things done. Sometimes if like I'm in my head too much, I'll like stop my day and meditate or do something to get out of my head or journal or whatever, but always like setting certain goals, even if that's small and you're like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't even need to be doing this. Like just having some type of goal for the day, I think is helping me stay motivated. Um, at, for at first for quarantine it was starting the podcast and that was really great because i had a yeah. creative outlet and like a way to connect with people which i loved and i'm sure you understand that too from doing yeah. interviews um so i want to get back to doing that soon and i that that's the plan um so that i'm so excited now yeah yeah I'm i think so, it'll now be a lot bringing nicole on too holy shit because then we can just like shoot the shit and especially with Tasha's season starting and like all that stuff. Right. Our, like, uh, October, what was it? 18th? 13th, I think. 13th? Yeah. So we'll have like. That is a, I am so yeah. excited for that show. 
Yeah. So I'm excited. So yeah, just having goals and not like letting yourself be down if you don't have like a lot of people are unemployed right now or just like sitting yep. in the rooms just trying to like be creative. Right. I think I'm just I have to have like something physical, something creative, and then just like general structure throughout my day. And then that's right. it. And then some days I accomplish a lot and some days I don't and then just like let it happen. Exactly. Like again, it whatever plays out throughout your day. Yeah. You don't have to push things and you sometimes just let things happen. So no, I really like again, it's it's hard. All my classes are online. I totally get it. Yeah. Like, exactly. like, what am, I don't have to go to a Zoom meeting. That's like everything yeah. else. It's like there's nothing to do. Yeah. But, so then I, just like not getting down on yourselves those days right. when there's not a lot. Not being like, oh, I'm a loser. I'm not doing that much. Like, no, right. I, I get that because I'm used to like working all day long and like doing multiple things and exercising and doing rehearsal and all this stuff. But now I can't do any of those things. So now I'm just like, it's okay to do less and just be and right. Relax. not not be yeah. like machines all the time. I think that's what this time is about. It's just being like taking the time that you have and just making it useful, but not like forcing yourself to do like a million things at once. Just being productive right. with what no, you have. I told I totally agree with that. Like it's sometimes yeah. you do feel like ah oh, shit. Like what am I doing today? I feel like in quarantine there was like four days in a row I just sat there. I didn't yeah. go outside, didn't do anything. But it was hard. You know, you, you get out of your head. So mm-hmm. it takes a while. Like the working out a big thing for me too. Like got to work out, got to do something, get outside and just right. get some fresh air. Yeah, but, and I. No, but, go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, I just went on a walk today for an hour and I was like, well, that was my exercise and that's fine. Right. You know? That's perfect. So. You got outside, you did something. Yeah. <laughs> Little thing. Awesome. Okay. I think you have, you had a pot, you have another podcast. I'm all in the, over the place now. Your dating tips. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm single. I'm in college. Yeah. What are your dating tips? I was, I was like, I want to come on your podcast. Let's talk about college dating. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. I think people should know. I, some people know this, some people don't. I'm 29, and this is my first real relationship in my entire life. And I've dated, and I've done a lot of dating in New York and done the apps and, like, tried all these different ways of, like, finding right. the one. But I think what helped me was, like, I used dating and all of those, like, little mini relationships or whatever they were, even the show, and just used that time to get really clear on, like, what I was looking for and bettering myself in the time. So then by the time that this relationship that I'm in now finally came along, like, I was right. ready for it. I knew what I was looking for when I deserved as, like, a human being. And it lined up perfectly. And he's, like, all, honestly, everything that I, like, had dreamed up of <laughs> Stud, as a person, stud. Yeah, uh, my stud, band crush. Like awesome. It used to be Liam yeah. Hensworth. It's now it's Nick. <laughs> so Nick like, I think I'm really lucky, but I also feel like I did the work in order to earn this relationship right. that I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I mean seriously, yeah. Um, so yeah, just and like not, ex- I never accepted less than like what I deserved. Like yes, there was times where I made choices where I shouldn't have done things and like went a little far with people that I shouldn't have. But I right. ultimately, everybody does. To, yeah, when yeah. to get out of them, but. Yeah, I waited. I was patient. I got clear on what I wanted. And now I've, I've found that thing because of that. But it took me a long time. So you have to like be patient with yourselves. It's been 29 years and I finally found it. So don't right, get discouraged if you don't find it right away. Right. I feel like everybody at the age of 17 or 16 is like, I'm going to get married by 22, yeah. 23. Like have it figured out. Come yeah. to 23 and you're like, ah, shit. Like, what you're am like, I? What, what am I doing? <laughs> also, thinking back to like when I was 23, I, was, I didn't know what I wanted at all. And I would have ended up with someone that I shouldn't have ended right. up with. So, right. yeah, I mean, everyone's do it how you want to. Everyone's different. But for me, that's what worked for me. Yeah. Like, I just turned 21. Yeah. yeah. Big, you're- so, so excited to not have to use my fake ID. Uh, I was going to say, I'm from West Virginia, my fake ID. Yeah. Like, well, my fake from ID Virginia. was from Philadelphia. Or, yeah. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. 
So yeah. it was funny. I remember ordering that and it was like, we all ordered them through like ID chief, which was like the Chinese. Yep. What, oh yeah. Like, mine came in like a China. calculator from China. Yeah, yeah. Mine came in like ours came in like a shoe box that we, yeah, so the, yeah. <laughs> we were nervous about it. So we sent it, someone randomly had like an on Paris. So we sent it to her first and then she sent it to us. So it didn't look like we were ordering Gordon, so. <laughs> fake IDs to the dorm. So yeah, I don't know. No, I, I think <laughs> fake IDs is like a whole, but now it's like they scan, they black yeah. light, like it does, yeah. they'll take them and like, this isn't real. It's hard, like, it's hard to use fake ones now. Who are you telling me this idea isn't real? But now I don't have to use it. Uh, my brother's girlfriend, who is a big, big fan of yours. <laughs> again, she saw she saw the Instagram story. She's like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, so how is this How is this happening? I'm like, I, I honestly don't know. But she's just about to turn 21. And at my 21st, she uh, used her fake ID all the way through, never got taken. My 21st, boom, got taken. Like, yeah, damn. I've so, never had mine taken. I I never, I had, I had two copies. So yeah, they I've had four IDs. Yeah, I use one yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was weird is I gave my fake, fake ID to a friend to use and it worked better right. for her than it did for me. And I was like, what was your heck? picture on it? Yeah, it was yeah. Her, my picture, but she was using my fake ID. It wasn't even my actual ID. It was like the fake one I got from China that she was using. Yeah. So I have no idea, but I don't Did know. Did you ever get one taken? Um, yeah, I talked, I got one of them taken for sure. Cause it like, I'm surprised they usually, that's what I don't get. They usually just let girls walk in the door. I mean, this depends on where you are. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> it does. It does. Okay. I'm going to ask two final questions and then I'll let you go. Cause I don't take them all your time. You're good. <laughs> How do you like going from Virginia beach in New York to Mason, Ohio? Like I have aunt and uncles that live in Mason, Ohio. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's close to Cincinnati, but yeah. it's I mean, different than New York. Here's the thing, though. Uh, no one can go anywhere really right now. So true. That's quarantine is quarantine no point. matter what. As long for me, as long as I can get outside, like I think I'd be going crazier in New York City, like being in yeah. and not having multiple different rooms. Like I actually did most of quarantine at my parents just because of that reason. Like I wanted to be around people and like have another room to go in if I wanted to not be around people, essentially. Right. So I mean. It is what it is. I do miss like the water. Right, it's right. Not really, like ocean here, but yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's nice there, I mean, there's some lakes around, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I found like a creek earlier and I got so excited. And yeah. like, <laughs> there's so some water. We're yeah. In. Like, woo, flow. Yeah. So that's probably the main thing I miss is just like the ocean. But the ocean. Yeah. It, I honestly would be, feel the same way. Yeah. Like, I've lived. So I live, I grew up, I was born in Colorado, moved to Michigan. But mm-hmm. I would live on the beach no matter what. I, I would 100% live on the beach. Okay, and then last one, we talk about country music all the time. And obviously, if you're listening out, Jackson, you're a country music fan. What song are you listening to right now? Like, what are you jamming out to? I'm not a country music fan, but he's what? making – he's that's the whole thing. That's the whole joke. Like I So I was supposed to go to Stagecoach last year. Right, and that's I, awesome. I, awesome for most but i literally didn't like country music at all at the time so i was act- actively trying to listen to country music figure to it like out like yep. it in order to go to this concert yeah going to concert not knowing music sucks. exactly exactly and it was like a whole festival which whatever yeah. so i i found some i liked i kept asking people to send me playlists and he made me one actually at the beginning of quarantine and now i'm like a morgan wallen fan so like that's Big morgan wallen country fan. as i can get so far i'm working on it though like so right. now i'm I feel like I'm slightly being tortured with it because it's just on all the time and it's <laughs> yeah. becoming familiar to me and I just start to know the words and I, I guess he thinks that means like he, that I like it, but I just like, I, I, know <laughs> the words, no, so I, just know I don't know. I've been listening to it. <laughs> Maybe I like it. I don't know. But yeah. So I would just say for now, it's, he'll put on Morgan Wallen when 
he wants to listen to it and knows that I'll actually like it. So, no, so actually like, so yeah. if you're not what do you what do you normally listen to if you're not if Nick's not force feeding country down your throat? I love a good like R and B rap, very into the nineties R and B section. Well, nice. Yeah. Sometimes I just like again, that's why I'll listen to podcasts a lot because I teach right. fitness so much. So I'm used to listening to like music, like right. and I'm like, I can't even listen to anything anymore. I'm just like, over it. <laughs> you're like, it's done. It's in my head. Yeah, like, exactly. I can't do it. Talk so, to me. Okay. Talk to me about your fitness classes. Sorry. I'm going to ask yeah. one more time. No, so you're right. on, it's on Instagram, right? It's on your store and you just well, post I it. I put them up on Instagram. I was doing lives for a while, but honestly I started hating them because there's so many trolls on Instagram and they were just like saying things as I'm trying to work out with my mom. And I was like, you know what? fuck this. I'm going to go okay. do my own thing yeah. and I'll have my own classes and you guys can come if you want. If not, whatever, I'm going to work out anyways. So I've been teaching them on zoom and I just put my schedule up uh, during the week and I get some people to take and it's super fun and chill and I'll send out recordings throughout the week. And yeah, it's just something that's kind of kept me sane. And again, it's giving me right. like a schedule. Something to do. Yeah. Something to do and like be involved with people and actually like get to move my body. So I've been doing like three a week, I think is like my yeah. normal schedule. And that I just yeah. Your Instagram out. stories are awesome. I'm trying to Thank figure you. out how I make my Instagram story look like. I, it's I, I, a lot of work and effort and trial and error. There is a ton of work. Like I don't think lot, people right? realize like no. if you're an Instagram influencer or anything, it's like yeah. posting shit all the time is not easy. Yeah. And the problem I had with it too, I was like, this doesn't feel authentic to me. Like if I don't want to talk, like I don't want to be like everyone else. And I got, so now right. I'm just posting shit that I find fun. Yeah. And Your real last night was funny. I thought the taco yeah. one was fucking Yeah, hilarious. exactly. And he gets yeah. so annoyed with me because I'm like pulling out the camera at all times. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. We'll just wait. <laughs> get you, get used to it, Nick. All right. Yeah. Get used to it. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Anything else? Any other words of advice for the listeners? Words of advice. I say just like don't lose hope or your creativity right now and just try to find things that make you happy, whether that's like your work or project or a book, anything. Just like find things and know that you're not alone right now if you're feeling like that. A lot of people are, myself included. Just like take it one day at a time and we'll all get through this together. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> all right, guys. This was amazing. I'm still been looking in the mirror saying stay calm throughout the entire time. Still heightened everything, okay? But Sydney, thank you so much for coming on. This was tons of fun. Tell Nick I said hi. He's my I boy. Will. I miss him. Uh, I'm gonna bring him back on just cause I think he yeah. has even more. To we can say. do a couples one, maybe. One yes, time. let's do it. And <laughs> then right. we'll, I want to come on the Nicole one. Yeah. So when, once we'll we get it, we'll get college you dating. College dating. That's what everyone wants to know. It's different. college dating. That's right. I want to know all, what the kids are doing these days. No, what the. That, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Amazing. Okay. Sydney, you're the best. Thank yeah. you so much. This was awesome. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Another huge thank you and shout out to Sydney for coming on the show. Uh, and never thought in my wildest dreams that she would be on here, you know, sharing her advice about what she does to stay motivated and, you know, sharing her story. So again, thank you to Sydney for coming on. Uh, I think, you know, what she said about setting goals daily. And just trying to achieve those goals, no matter how big or small they are, you know, we're in such crazy times right now where, you know, we're doing our best to stay inside, you know, staying home as much as we can, being socially distanced and all that. And, you know, she said it right. No matter how big or small your goals are, just set them and achieve them. If that's getting up, going for a walk, uh, getting a little 30 minute exercise in, reading a favorite chapter of your book, you know, that's. That's what we need to do. It doesn't matter. You don't have to necessarily shoot all the time for the moon. Some days 
it's just nice to, you know, hey, I'm going to take it easy today. I'm going to go for my walk. Uh, I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to relax. Don't forget to do those little things that you enjoy, okay? It is the little things in life that make it the best, right? So seriously, again, thank you, Sydney, for coming on. Uh, it was awesome, tons of fun. I can't wait to hear your new show, and uh, I'll make sure to share that to you guys when it's out, okay? Again, Sydney, you're the best. Thanks for coming on, and uh, I'm looking forward to coming on the show to talk about college dating, okay? Seriously, it'll be tons of fun. Can't wait. Let's dive into our song of the day, which is Hardy's new album, A Rock. It is awesome. There's songs on there that are going to take you on just an absolute emotional roller coaster. It's all over the place. Uh, if you're looking to pick you up, put you down, go wherever, it's it's wild. So give it a listen. It's it's pretty freaking cool. Uh, five other reminders for today. We're going to keep this nice and simple. I'm tired. I got football practice tomorrow, which I'm fired up for. The boys are ready to roll. We're back. We're going to be better than ever. And uh, we're going we're gonna to get ready to roll, okay? So five daily reminders. Number one, you are amazing. Two, you can achieve anything. Three, positivity is a choice. Make the right choice. Four, your limitations are only in your imagination. Don't even set limitations for yourself because they're not real. And five, don't settle, period. Don't settle for anything, okay? Know those, live those, love those. You guys are the best for listening to this. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. You know my contact info. Look it up on the site. If you want to come on the show, I mean that. I mean that. Seriously, if you want to come on the show, you got something to say. You want to share your story. You want to help motivate other people. Let's do it. DM me and we'll get it going, okay? I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Remember, it's a short week. It's a short week. Today's Tuesday. Feels like Monday. It's Tuesday. Remember that. We're going to slide right into the weekend. We're going to have an excellent week all together. Okay? You guys are the best. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay? Remember that. You're the best. Cheers.